Hello, 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 dear listener. Welcome back to Cinematic Ventures Podcast. Gabriel is here, and we are back with another episode. So this one, I want to get right to it because it's something that continues, continues to create huge debates among film fans everywhere. No matter where you are, I'm sure you've heard of different reactions of people reacting to the box office of a certain movie. Does it matter? Does it really or it doesn't matter? And that's what I want to cover on this uh, on this episode. And I want to start full disclosure first. I've mentioned it in other episodes as well. For about five years, I was actually working as a film journalist, as a box office analyst as well for now defunct website, Cinefish.com. And... It was a great learning experience for me because as a person, as a film lover, and also as a person who loves to see talented people succeeding, it was great for me uh, to cover the box office. And it was also a bit sad when you see someone that you really support, an artist, and you see their, their creation doesn't work well at the box office. And this is where the connection comes. It, it really started again, I would say, like full force in the last few weeks around the release of Argyle, the latest Matthew Vaughn movie. And I covered it. We talked about it in one of the previous episodes. We talked about how people should be more open-minded, how they should just go see the movie without being influenced by the online narrative or whatever agenda a certain YouTuber has or, or our website, whatever. Just go decide for yourself. Now, I realize what I'm saying, it's, it's, it's not easy to do because we're surrounded by content, by reactions, by by different thumbnails on on YouTube. When you see a thumbnail, it says this is the worst movie ever, or this is the greatest movie ever, or you have these uh, honest trailers, as they call them, and we're kind of surrounded by, unfortunately, mostly negativity and a lot of people just being snarky about a release of a movie or about a movie. And as I'm recording this, it's just a few hours after Super Bowl. And there were a lot of uh, Super Bowl 2024 for the folks in the future. <laughs> so there were a lot of trailers, ads, the usual stuff that we see during the Super Bowl. And for me, as a fan of the original Twister, it was great. They released a couple of uh, marketing materials for the sequel, Twisters, coming out later this year, 2024, I believe in July. And, of course, it creates a discussion. This whole thing, releasing of trailers, movies upcoming, it creates a discussion. And it's always how well is the movie going to perform or, oh, it's going to flop or it's going to be this or it's going to be that. And when the movie comes out, wh whatever numbers it makes, it also creates additional discussion. So I want to talk a little bit about that because, and again, I want to see it from a very practical point of view, very objective point of view. And that's what this podcast is really about. The whole platform, as I always mention, about Cinematic Ventures. It's it's all about creating something that people could listen. You know that you're delivering the factual, objective truth. And it's up to the people to make their decision, right? Now, I, I do have my own opinions. You will know about the opinions on this specific topic. You know my opinions on some other topics as well in the previous episodes. But at the same time, I'm always leaving 
the door open for objectivity and I'm trying to be as objective as possible which trust me guys it's not easy when you're talking about movies and something as subjective as art it could be books movies but I'm trying we're doing our best and I think it's something that people uh, can really appreciate in this world full of uh, tribes and if you're if you're not with me you're against me this this I guess behavior so I think it, this this provides a little bit of a balance and going back to the box office it's um, it's something that I really want to discuss because you would hear among a lot of people, even people who have been following movies for decades, really, really seasoned film fans who would say box office doesn't equal quality. Box office doesn't mean anything. Now, let me start by uh, actually addressing this statement. Box office doesn't equal quality. Now, I'm a box office guy. I'm, I'm really fascinated by box office. I don't, uh, I don't claim to know everything about box office and all the whole history. There's, there are people who have been uh, box office analysts far longer than me, so they know much more than me. So I never pretend that I know. I, I'm always, always willing and very curious. I always want to learn more. So does it equal quality? Now, this is an interesting first statement because it's it's a way usually, usually people use it when they want to um, downgrade a movie, let's put it that way, or undermine a movie. You've seen it for a lot of hugely successful movies, especially for movies that are hugely successful at the box office, really popular at the box office, but they don't receive good critical reaction, I guess. The reviews are not good. Still, the movie is successful. So very often, the detractors of, of said movie, they would say, oh, yeah, but box office doesn't equal quality. Now, you can counter back and you can say, well, reviews also don't really reflect the quality because these are the opinions of just a specific group of people. So it kind of goes both ways. Objectively speaking, if you look at the broader picture, of course, of course, the statement makes sense. Box office does not reflect quality because quality is in the eye of the beholder, as they call it. <laughs> it's basically very personal, very subjective, and quality for one person is quality for another. Now, I get it. I get it. I've studied cinema myself. I know the history. There are basic filmmaking techniques. There are basic narratives that are kind of universal when it comes to making movies. Absolutely. There are specific things that every filmmaker should follow, like specific rules, that would make sure that you're going to provide a coherent narrative, right? That people will understand. Or even if they don't understand, you've provided a full package. The movie is competently made. You don't see boom mics showing up every single scene. The actors are doing a good job. There's no problem with, um, with ADR. And of course, we have examples of the opposite, like movies like The Room, Tommy Wiseau's The Room, the infamous movie where a lot of basic filmmaking techniques are not really followed properly for whatever reason. And you're absolutely correct to point it out. And yes, it is very much so factual. Yes. So it's very tricky. It's very tricky when it comes to appreciating movies. There are, yes, I would agree. I can already hear some of the film fans who say, but Gabe, there are certain facts about making movies, things that are very, very specific. I get it. I know it. I agree with you guys. And at the same time, I would argue that most of the other things, I would say the majority of the actual aspects of a movie, appreciating a movie, 
are subjective. It's coming from what kind of mood you're in. There are a lot of examples of, of people who would watch a movie and they would say, oh, I felt bad during the movie. I just was not feeling well. I didn't enjoy the movie. But then I saw it again like five months later. I loved it. So as you can see, personal situations, the current situation, how you feel, what is your surroundings at the moment, how you're watching the movie, it can all affect how you are perceiving the movie. Box office, on the other hand, it's none of that. It's just cold hard facts. And to be honest, I am a person of cold hard facts. I really prefer facts instead of arguing 24-7 over different opinions. But at the same time, I am also curious about other people's opinions. Always been, always will be. So the actual discussion of box office doesn't equal quality. Again, yes, this statement is true, but at the same time, box office never pretended, never box office analysts never really, at least capable ones, never really use box office to support. For example, box office analyst loves the new movie that came out and they're using the success of said movie to basically uh, spread their own propaganda. Oh, this is the greatest movie or this is the best movie of the year. You see, it has the box office. No, no, competent objective box office analyst and uh when i was doing the job i was actually considering myself to be one of those people because i was really really focused on the facts those people they stick to the facts when it comes to the box office and continuing on what people are saying about box office very often you will hear people completely completely dismissing the box office and they're telling you oh box office doesn't mean that people actually like the movie this is another statement that we can discuss now yes this is also true yes being objective even though uh if you're a fan of a certain movie and you want to defend the movie you want to argue like no it's successful it means people loved it all of that but Again, as I always say, guys, this is a platform where we're trying to be as objective as possible. So both sides can see, can hear, and decide for themselves, right? Or reach a middle, middle ground, which is always the best. So yes, yes, it's not a guarantee that every single person who saw a movie loved the movie. Absolutely. But there's a certain threshold, I would say, certain limit where... If a movie crosses a specific limit of uh, of a number, it's a specific number. Now, uh, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of difficult. You would hear different numbers from different people, but pretty much, if a movie crosses over half a billion worldwide in terms of the box office, and and just to make it clear, right now we're referring to studio Hollywood studio pictures specifically. Uh, we will have probably separate uh, podcasts for maybe European, French types of movies because it's kind of it's kind of different. They don't have the the huge mass release that a lot of the Hollywood uh, back movies have. So specifically, now we're talking about big mass produced, mass released movies. Now, the threshold that you would often hear if a movie makes over five hundred million, it means. There are clearly people who enjoy the movie. There were clearly multiple viewings. And if a movie crosses the billion-dollar mark, and yes, you can always find the tractors, but the simple truth is this, guys. If people hate the majority of the people, let's put it that way, even though we can't really count, that's the thing, that we can't really say for sure exactly how many people hate or love a movie. But 
we can go at least, at least we can try to guess, right? Just the, just the best wild guess at this point. But basically the belief is, usually the belief among uh, people who follow box office, who understand box office, is that a movie that's hated by most people, it's virtually impossible to pass the billion dollar mark. Out of curiosity, you can argue that just out of curiosity, it's very front-loaded, the first opening weekend and all of that, but you don't reach that kind of point if there's if there are no multiple viewings. And if a movie or if a movie crosses like the 300 or the 400 million dollar mark domestically, only stateside, it doesn't mean that this is a movie that no one likes. Exactly the opposite actually. It supports the view that oh, there were clearly multiple viewings around here and people enjoy that movie. Now, it doesn't mean that it doesn't deserve uh, a discussion, an argument even. Absolutely, you can defend it. Absolutely, you can go after it if you don't like it. It doesn't mean this is not like the end-all, be-all of everything. Not at all. But it gives you an idea that you should embrace, which is, and also very factual, it means that, yes, 100%, there are people who did not like the movie. But there are clearly a lot of people who love the movie. So it's all about accepting this. And the box office represents that. The box office shows us that with clear, hard numbers. Now, the cinema score results. I, I also like them because it actually represents the audience. But again, people can absolutely dismiss them, say, oh, these are just fanboys from opening weekend. Of course, they're going to give a positive view, even though cinema score doesn't really work that way anymore. It's a little bit more comprehensive at this point. Uh, but this is for another podcast. So basically, when it comes to the box office perception of a movie, it does matter. It does show us. To a certain degree, it's not a complete, uh, it's not the end-all be-all, as I said. It's not like 100% arbiter, or it's not like the, the barometer that tells us how every single person feels. Not at all. Not at all. But it still gives you an idea of a movie and how it's perceived by the audience, away from the critics, away from the online narrative, away from what uh, honest trailers are saying or what online reviewers are saying. It basically gives you pretty much the closest idea that we can get about how people feel about a certain movie. Because people, as there's a very good saying, people vote with their wallets. And a movie, it's it's very, you're not going to see a movie like, for example, let's use, even though I, I hate to dunk on a movie, but let's use The Room, for example, Tommy Wiseau's movie. There was a lot of curiosity about that movie. Right when it came out, it's 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 really like oh this disaster quote unquote this the worst movie ever made whatever. Well, if it was just based on curiosity, the movie the movie would have made over a billion dollars if everyone was just curious. No, you have to have the repetitive viewing quality. You have to be able to create something that people say, "I want to see that again and again and again," and I'm willing to pay for it. So. We can use a, a recent example, a more recent example, which is Barbie. Came out last year, 2023, as I'm recording this, in 2024. And huge, huge arguments, huge discussion, like really, really um, passionate positions, let's put it that way. 
But at the end of the day, the movie made over a billion worldwide. And the truth is, a movie that does not require multiple viewings or does not push people to say, I want to see that again. Like, I'm really curious. A movie like that would never make over a billion dollars. It's just impossible. So clearly there was something about that movie. And uh, my personal opinion is I still haven't seen the movie. So that's my opinion. I really don't have an opinion. But at the same time, I'm absolutely open-minded. For me, a movie like Barbie is very... Um, uh, yeah, I have, to, I have to be in the right mood for it. Now I'm in the mood for more like action-y type of stuff. But eventually when I'm in the right mood, I will watch the movie. I will form my own opinion. But looking at the straight facts, just at the straight facts, there were clearly a lot of people who loved that movie. So... To act like, oh, this is a really bad, woke, political, uh, whatever type of movie. And it's just, we should not consider it as a serious type of movie. Or the Oscars are, are now a joke when they nominated for Best Picture. No, this is clearly a movie that resonates with people for one reason or another. People supported it. People watched it multiple times. And because of this, you have this huge success. It's really that simple. The box office reflects that. Reviews, opinions, all of that is separate. And another thing that I would like to mention about box office, this is a topic that we can go back and forth all the time, guys. This, this would be a great discussion to have with probably another person that I will have on, on the podcast eventually. Uh, maybe a guest host or just a guest, we'll see. But another thing that I want to mention about box office, and I've kind of alluded to it in one of the previous episodes, and... Uh, it's how important box office is and how it's really counterproductive and really just a bad move. If you're a film fan and you completely dismiss the box office or you say, I don't follow, I don't care, we should not care about the box office. Well, my argument, my friend, would be, and this is from a very practical, again, objective point of view. We should care about the box office. We should root for, for movies to succeed, even if it's movies that we are not interested or movies we don't like. This is something I discussed in one of the previous episodes. But box office matters because the huge success of movies like uh, Oppenheimer, recent movies, for example, Barbie, the huge success of those movies helps finance at those respective studios, helps to finance other smaller movies, movies that you will most likely appreciate even more than those movies. It's one big circle. If, the, if that big movie succeeds, at least three, I remember there was this great uh, conversation with one studio executive. I believe it was, it was from Paramount a few years ago. I forgot the name. Apologize for that. Uh, but he basically said, look, if uh, if one movie succeeds, we're guaranteed that we can make three other mid-budget movies that are, if let's say a movie for children that like serious, quote unquote, serious film fans don't care about. Let's use an example, Twilight, which is a successful franchise, but a lot of quote unquote serious film fans don't take very seriously. They think it's a silly romance for, for teenage girls, right? They don't take it as seriously as other people, for example. But the success of those movies would allow for Alexander Payne or, or Paul Thomas Anderson to receive support from those studios, the mid-budget movies for adult audiences. It's one big circle. Everything is connected. If a big movie succeeds, 
you're going to have smaller movies, movies you're going to love. If a huge movie tanks, and this was the case with uh, back in the day with Cutthroat Island and uh, Waterworld to a degree, even though Waterworld, this notion, this perception, this urban legend that this is like the, the biggest box office disaster of all time, it's just not true. But this is for another topic. But Cutthroat Island, the box office performance of that movie basically bankrupt a studio. You can check it out, Karoko. Uh, I'm sure if you're uh, if you're interested in film history and all of that, I'm sure you're well aware of this of this whole story. It completely bankrupt the studio, so it's not only you can't finance smaller, more maybe adult driven, more serious movies. There's no longer a studio for this. So if movies fail on a regular basis and there no there's no success. Studios will just disappear, especially legacy studios. Now, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, they work on a different system. They will probably, especially Amazon and Apple, they're going to survive if their movies don't perform really well, even during a limited theater, uh, theatrical release or on streaming, they would survive. But legacy studios, Paramount, Columbia, Warner, all of that, studios that really rely their main business is making of movies. If every movie fails, if we don't care about the box office and, and movies just fail, complete box office, these studios will just disappear. It's really that simple. And not only you're not going to see adult, more serious, more quality, quote unquote, type of cinema, you're just not going to see any cinema at all. So at the end of the day, that's why box office matters, guys. And I'm sure some of you are listening to this. You already know this. I'm sure. I'm glad. I'm glad. But there's still people who are not aware of this. And they, they treat box office as something. Oh, it doesn't concern me. I'm not like the studio. Why should I care? Well, if you're a film fan, you really love movies. You want to see movies thriving, succeeding. If you want to see more movies from filmmakers that don't make blockbusters, filmmakers that are not rich, that they can afford to make any kind of movie until they're alive, like Spielberg or Jim Cameron, you have to care. Even if you don't follow box office, you should root for movies to succeed because one movie success can lead to the making of three other movies that you will love. I know I'm repeating myself, but I really, I really want to make this point clear because it's incredibly, incredibly important. And again, we live in a world where uh, a lot of people don't mention that when they talk about movies. They say, oh, box office doesn't, doesn't matter. We don't care about the box office. Well, if you care about cinema, you should care at least a little bit. Or unless you're boycotting a certain movie, unless they did you dirty personally for whatever reason, I don't see a point for people to go on these crusades online and spending all of their time and efforts just completely trying to downgrade or undermine or boycott or just cancel a movie for whatever reason, right? And as a person, and this is the whole idea behind this platform, Cinematic Ventures, supporting movies in general. When I say movies, it means supporting any kind of filmmaking. Of course, honest filmmaking, not done, not supported by uh, the mafia or terrorists or whatever, right? Uh, but Sound of Freedom, the movie that a lot of people said, oh, this is right-wing propaganda, QAnon movie, all of that. 
I'm happy that the movie succeeded. Not because I'm a right winger. No, I'm not. Not at all. But I'm also incredibly happy for Barbie that the movie succeeded. I am just happy because movies succeed. And especially after COVID. It's very gratifying. Very, uh, it's, it's kind of humbling almost when you watch that people are like, you know what? Because if you guys remember during COVID, it was, it was especially around 2020 and beginning of 2021, it was dark, dark. People were saying, that's it. There, there's, just, there's just no way we're going back to the movie theaters with, with the whole mask thing and, and everything. This will, this, this will be with us forever. We won't be able to break off of these things. But thankfully, as of today, February 2024, things seem to be back to normal. And I love that. People are watching movies, supporting movies. The box office is movie theaters are rebounding back again. When you see lines for movies, Barbenheimer, whatever, it's exciting. It's great. Movies are alive. We're going to see more and more and more movies. If movies are successful... We're going to see a lot more movies. So support movies, guys. Even if it's on a streamer, even if you're against a streamer and you still have a streamer, watch the movies there. Support them. Don't pirate them. Don't wait for the movie to just come out on streaming or on digital. If you're interested in a movie, yes, I get it. I know what people say. People are absolutely right. That affects all of us. Tickets are expensive. Going to the movie theater is expensive, especially if you have children. And... You want to go out either the whole family or you have to get a nanny for the child. I get it. It's certainly not easy. Absolutely true. But at the same time, if you have the opportunity, go for it. Watch the movie. That's what I'm doing myself. And it's amazing because it's just one big circle. And we're kind of, on one hand, I don't necessarily blame people who dismiss the box office or they act like it doesn't matter and they just completely are oblivious to it. I get it because they don't really sit back and think they're not working at the studios. And yes, of course, that's the usual normal reaction of people. But you have to be able to understand how things are connected. And it's common sense, actually. What I'm saying to you now about this whole circle of a big movie succeeds, three more movies, smaller ones will get green greenlit. A big movie fails, you're probably not going to see those three movies for, for forever or at least in the next few years until another big movie succeeds. It's common sense if you think about it, but a lot of people don't see it that way. It's very, again, it's very tribal. Oh, this movie succeeded at the box office. Well, what am I going to do? Well, I will just completely undermine the box office. I'll say the box office doesn't matter and all of that. And it's, it's, it's this huge circle jerk. And we always end up in this circle. So at the end of the day, box office, when it comes to legacy studios, the big Hollywood studios, box office is the most important thing. Clean and clear. There's just no other thing. Now, if you ask executives, uh, directors, would they prefer to also have good reviews supporting a box office success? Absolutely. Of course. We all would like to have other people say good thing about us, about our work, about us as people. That's just human nature. We love that. But if you have to choose, and uh, I saw it a couple of times, and uh, even like big time uh, actors, I think Joaquin Phoenix once uh, said something like that. If you have to choose between getting good reviews or, or getting an Oscar even, or 
being box office successful. Most people, you can look it up. There are multiple interviews with um, with filmmakers, actors. Most people, if not, I would say the majority or all of them would say the box office because box office equals longevity in this business. In order for a person, filmmaker, artist to continue working in this system, you have to be successful or not like super successful every single time like James Cameron, right? Making billion dollar movies. No, not at all. But if you're successful, if you're bringing good results, like a lot of the horror movies, you guys see with Jason Blum and James Wan, Blumhouse, the movies, they're made on a reasonably tight budgets and they deliver in terms of box office. That's a continuous success. That guarantees you that you're going to continue to make movies for, for years, for decades to come. You can't do that on good reviews. Good reviews, they don't finance movies. Yes, even though as a person here, I'm going to share my own opinion. I've never been a huge fan of uh, blindly reading or listening to reviews. This is something that I've mentioned in previous podcasts, but I absolutely respect people who do it. And I understand why some people would do it. If you don't have the money to spend on three movies in the next few months, you have to make a decision. Like, I have to make sure that I choose correctly. So I'm going to read that reviewer that kind of agrees with me. So I know if it's worth spending my money. I absolutely get that. I respect those people. Go for it. But to say, to claim that, oh, the box office is this, box office is that, completely undermining it. It's just wrong. It's just wrong for any film fan to do. So it's all about understanding why box office is so important, why it's arguably the most important thing in Hollywood when it comes to movies. So yes, people will continue to count the box office, to talk about it, because again, this is democracy. And people love numbers. People love to speculate about numbers. And uh, it's also nice when your favorite movie or favorite artist succeeds at the box office. And yes, it probably bugs some people if they have a filmmaker or artist that they don't like and they see this filmmaker and artist continuously being successful at the box office. I'm sure it would arc them. They will be annoyed. But even to those people, I would say it again. Don't be annoyed. Don't be. Support movies. Even if you don't like the movies or the filmmaker, just say to people, hey, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of this one, but go ahead, check it out. You might like it. Uh, aside from the, instead of the usual, oh yeah, this sucks. This guy is, he's a hack or this one. Look, this is, it has this actor. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't waste your time. No, this is counterproductive. This, is, this goes against uh, what we as film fans support, which is cinema. And yes, we all have our, um, for lack of a better word, favorite teams, favorite filmmakers, favorite uh, groups, favorite tribes, like with everything. But if we're a little bit objective, just a little bit, it would, it would do miracles. So I know, as I always say, I'm not expecting this podcast to change the whole world or this episode to really change people's minds. But... I really wanted to make uh, to make a point for why the box office is important and why we should never 
undermine it or or treat it as something that's completely irrelevant or it doesn't doesn't mean anything when it comes to movies yes when it comes to appreciating movies subjectively of course it doesn't matter of course there are a lot of movies that failed at the box office that i personally absolutely adore just like a lot of movies that critics don't like are some of my favorite movies of all time so yes absolutely my point is this with this podcast Box office, when it comes to actual filmmaking, creating movies for the whole machine to keep working, we have to care about the box office. We have to pay attention. When I say care, it doesn't mean that we have to spend all of our money supporting movies. Of course not. But we have to follow it. We have to be aware of what the situation is. Because if the situation, you you guys saw what happened around COVID, everything just stopped. Everything stopped and you will be shocked how many movies ended up not being made and most likely will never be made because of COVID and the whole situation of now movies being scrapped and completely just canceled, deleted from existence like Batgirl or the Coyote movie that happened recently, just like a few days ago as I'm recording this, it's it's sad, and people are rightfully uh, angered, outraged when movies just disappear. But that's the kind of system we live in for whatever reason. Everyone is calculating what would be the profit. And yes, I know people will say, well, this is art. This should not be about profit. Unfortunately, that's where these two things clash when it comes to cinema, especially studio filmmaking. Sometimes, actually, unfortunately, most of the time, a lot of decisions are made based on numbers and how well a movie would perform or could perform. Now, whether this is right or wrong, different opinions, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, numbers, box office, it is important, guys. And yes, to a certain degree, when we talk about hugely successful movies or movies that completely tanked and you, you you have movies that made like a huge release and no one saw it does to a degree reflect if more people enjoyed it or a lot of people just said you know what it's just not not worth it now either way it doesn't mean that you should completely undermine a movie let's say if a movie is super successful like barbie it doesn't mean that you're not allowed to dislike the movie ended up like you watch the movie and you say oh this this is not my type of movie i didn't enjoy it absolutely fine just because it's successful at the box office doesn't mean that you have to agree with the fans of the movie and it goes the other way it goes the other way around if a movie flops at the box office it doesn't mean that it's like um uh, it's like virus infected you can never go near it no, of course not, because there are a lot of different reasons as to why a movie would underperform. Sometimes, it, unfortunately, it has nothing to do with the movie itself. It's connected with the marketing campaign, release date, how the studio is actually supporting the product in general. It's very, very tricky. So everything goes back. If you look at the big picture, everything goes back to the numbers. And what is the performance of a movie? That's it. We want to see more movies. We have to follow the box office. We have to take it seriously, not take it as a joke. So uh, I want to stop here with this one because we can. I can go on a on a on a long, long uh, narrative on a long discussion on this topic. But I really wanted to make this specific point about box office, and hopefully, 
Uh, you guys understand what I wanted to make clear with this episode. Again, I'm not here to change people's minds, but to offer an objective view on a certain topic and you make your own decisions. So this is it on the box office one. It's um it's a big topic as as with everything is big, but I tried to do the the episodes relatively um short, not too short, not like 5 minutes, but I don't want it to become like rambling. And uh maybe when we have when I have a guest, maybe we can uh, expand certainly we can ramble a bit more. I think it'll be fun. But uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to discuss and talk, I guess, about the box office. I really appreciate you guys if you're if you're still listening. <laughs> I appreciate your listening. I appreciate your time. I'm going to be back with another interesting episode next time and hopefully you're going to be there listening. Thank you so much. Gabriel, signing off. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.